you a kiss by my... Are we recording? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll save it. I'll for save what? it for the cabaret. Oh, for my my one night only Jethro Tull... Stephanie sings Jethro Tull, a the hits. Tullant show. Yeah, my Tullant show. Yeah. That's good. Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm going to make you that. You should maybe buy a fife. I have a five. Just so I can sing that Just part? so you can say it. Yeah. I mean it. You did play the tambo something Ooh. fierce this weekend. Look at these bruises. You got some... <laughs> Wait, is that real? Yes. Are you kidding? No. That's from tambourining yeah. so hard? Yeah, I didn't... Uh, I Really, if I was truly being conscientious, I would have gone for the meat of my hands. Mm. But I tamboed right on the... Right on the uh, that's happened. And then I got this, this tambo blister as well. If you do it on your thigh too hard, you got a blister. Oh, yeah. I got a blister from that one non-ergonomic uh, tambo. Yeah, that it one was, gigantic. was hard, to, hard to deal with. Um, and the, the you holds. were putting in some good work, though. I feel like I was really showing up the singers. Some, I forget what he said, but some other man in the bar at one point said something like, she's got the beat. <laughs> she's got the beat. <laughs> I just remember being like, is that sincere I'm the band now. I don't know. I mean, the, the instruments are there to play. Also, yeah. I don't know. Here's something I hate. Tell me. When people go to karaoke in large groups and then they think that they can just not participate when people not in their group are singing. Yeah. You got to be there supporting the whole crowd. If you're just there for your friends. Then get, get the hell out of there. Room. Get a private room, you guys. Rob and I supported you. We were we supported we were all of you. I was screaming my little face off. Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, R.I.P. Old Carriageen, our local hotspot. Yeah. Oh my God! One very important announcement is that our old friend Carnitas. We have discovered yeah. her birth name. It's not Carnitas. But it's it Dorothy. is Dorothy. Yeah, because we went this weekend. Yeah. I was like, "What's your name?" And she said, la da da. Yeah. Like, he said, what? La da da da. She's like, what did you say? Dorothy. <laughs> She's like a, a riddle keeper. Honestly, the first times. two times she said Carnitas. And then as she was right, as she was saying it, she was lighting up a Capri. Yeah. She's I the love best. her. She's the best. Yep. So that's sad, but, you know, gone but not forgotten. Also, uh, you're listening to That's a Spirit podcast. Welcome to That's the Spirit podcast. That's Robin. That's Stephanie. We're here to help you along your haunted way. We're just going to talk to you about ghosts, oh boy, comings and we. goings in the mm-hmm. old neighborhood. We're going to tell you some old tales. We're going to tell you some new tales. Yeah. We're going to offer some ideas, suggestions. Anything you'd like, we'll do it. Um, within reason. Yeah, within reason. Um, you know, a, a small amount of reason. Mm-hmm. There are only a few things we'll, we'll do. Yeah, and like there's, I mean, there's a price for anything. There is know? a price. You could, you, you didn't could, say I'll, for free. You didn't I'll say, say no free. and then, you know. Offer me a, a cool fifty dollars. Slide, slide that baby across the table, and then we'll see who's talking. Then, ooh, how's your week been, Stallworthy? Well, well, I'll tell you something. It's a President's Day, mm-hmm. and I've never felt sadder oh, about no. President's Day yeah. than this President's Day. I have. I've had some weird President's Days. Yeah, I just hate this one so, so, so much. This one is tough, but it's also fun because pretty much everyone is yeah. posting pictures of every president except the one. It is fun. It's fun that we can post pictures while we all slowly drown. Yeah. You know, we're making the most what of can that we precious do? What remaining can we do? time. Um, I do want to point out that Robin and I did do something incredible this past weekend. We watched Don's Plum. Oh, um, Don's Plum. Not even all of it. For all Can of you, you just don't tell know, people what it is? It is a, 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 I, I almost can't even say it's a film, but it's a film uh, that was made in 1995. Released in Never. 2000, technically. Yeah. Attempted well, to be released in, in on It's on YouTube, we'll say that. Mm-hmm. It was never theatrically released, it was never officially released. They never made any money back on this film. Um... Leonardo DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire joined. Both of them, after filming it, went into long litigation to try to prevent it from being released in one. Jenny Lewis is there. 
No yeah. one can say why. Actually, I can. It's because Blake, her boyfriend yes. at the time, was doing the music for it. Oof. Um, Willow's girlfriend from Buffy is there. Yep. Um, oh, uh, what's his name? Kevin Conley from Entourage yes. is there. That's true. I'll tell you what, listener. If you want to hate Leonardo DiCaprio, definitely watch, watch Don's Plum. Don's Plum. Definitely watch Don's Plum. It's the worst thing I've seen. It's so bad, and after I realized how long it was, first of all, Steph put it on and then left. Yeah. I watched, like, a little. You watched a good amount. I paused it at, like, 45 minutes, realized I was about halfway done with it, and just could not finish it. Yeah, I I did force Robin and our friend Zach to watch Don's Plum, Mm -hmm. and um, I honestly was really rooting for it to be about plums. That would have been so much better. It would have been so much better, and oh I think... Oh, my God. Tobey Maguire was so creepy in it. Listen, he was a disgusting, hor- horrific man. This was, you know, and it's not like it's a breaking news or, like, a hot take that it's a terrible movie, but, like, I would watch it, if I were you, just the first ten minutes to to understand exactly how bad it is. I think it is a hot take, because it is a 65% on Rotten That's Tomatoes. fucking crazy. Which is offensive to me, and I hate that. I can't believe that. I think that if this came out, every single man involved would have been Me Too'd right then. Oh, my we God. We would have been able to avoid, well, like, something so, that you'll 30 years you watch it. of this movement. It could have happened right yeah. then. And it would have been, Jenny you know... Lewis, you should have done something. And somebody should have spoken up. Well, a... As we suspected, a large amount of it was unscripted, and the things that Leo says unscripted are unforgivable. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So give her a gander. Yeah, yeah. You'll come out the other side. Yeah. Upset. Yeah, it's not it's not great, but it not is called Don's great. Plum. It is called Don's which Plum. Is still and at one funniest. point somebody says, Hi, I'm Don Plum. Yeah, hi, I'm Don Plum. Which, honestly, if it started that way... makes sense, but... I'll, yeah. No, if it had started that way, I would have been on board. If someone yeah. was like, it's me. Hi, it's Don me. Plum. Don Plum. Don and Plum. And you're like, wait, isn't it Don's Plum? It's the funniest it, name. And they never address the I'm going to rewrite, there. since technically this never came out, I'm rewriting Don's Plum to be about something completely different. To be about... It's a, a man named Don whose father was a, a railway farmer. Mm-hmm. Yep. A railway <laughs> farmer. <laughs> That's Good right. work if you can get it. Good work if you can get it. And he just, he would just plant plum trees on the railway tracks and they'd, they'd Ooh, mow them down boy, every take spring. Down those, those trains, yeah. They'd mow them down every spring. He didn't understand why he couldn't have both. And that's the that's act, act one of Don's Plum. Obviously, the inciting incident is that his dad tries to save a plum tree and he's mowed down by a train and then Don has to uh, take the okay. reins. Okay. But he's like, am I a farmer? Am I a railway man? Oh, that's... <laughs> sure. And that's the classic American yes. struggle. Yes. When your father's a rail, a railway farmer... You do have to pick. You have to choose. <gasps> you Wait. can't have it all. Okay, listener. Also breaking news this week. A portal to hell has been discovered. Yes. Yes. Finally. Uh, wait. I'm it has not have... been discovered. It's been confirmed. It's been confirmed. Confirmed. The first confirmed portal to hell. Portal to hell. Let me just oh, pull up the article. I love it so much. Also, I love that it was discovered by, like, novice cave divers. They weren't and even it, looking for a portal to hell. There's, like, a quote in the thing that's like, I swore when I first saw it. And yeah. Like an archaeologist being <laughs> like, like Jesus, fuck, that's yeah. a portal Holy to hell. Fucking fuck. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, if there is a gateway to hell, a portal from the underworld used by demons and witches to wreak their evil havoc on humanity, uh-huh. then it could be in a small East Midlands cave, handy for both the M1 and A60. Wow. Uh, what is thought to be the biggest concentration of Apotraic marks, I don't know what it means, or symbols to ward off evil or misfortune ever found in the UK. Um, Hundreds of letters, symbols, and patterns carved at a time when belief in witchcraft was widespread. And there's a giant, deep, dark hole at the center of it. Yes. I think they, I don't know if they've like looked down it. Did they spelunk in it? I don't think so. I volunteer. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, two keen-eyed cavers thought they were perhaps two or three markings. It soon became clear there were dozens, and then on further investigation, up to a thousand and counting. Oh, my God. Yes! (laughs) I really want to know what they were, because it says a little bit. 
It says, a remarkable frenzy of marks. Everywhere you pointed towards, there are overlapping Vs, a reference sure. to Mary, Virgin of Virgins. Mm-hmm. There are also PMs, as in Pace Maria, and crossed eyes, referring to Jesus on a cross, mm-hmm. and oddly shaped A's. Um, Anarchy yeah. symbol. Oh, yeah, here's the... <laughs> The university expert, Allison Fearn, recalled first shuffling on her backside into the cave and realizing what she was looking at. I think I said a very naughty word, she said. Mm. Oh, Allison. <laughs> My crumb! Oh, well, I never! <laughs> oh, really good illustration from Macbeth in nice. this article. Nice! Um, yeah, a witch's mark, and, you know, if you just Google... Portal to Hell, and then click News on Google. Yeah, you can't miss it. You'll find it. Although, I have to say, (laughs) one of the results is uh, that... That picture of Kenny G performing in Kim Kardashian's living room, trapped by roses. That's a and different kind of portal to hell. And I would argue that's also a portal to hell. It's interesting that they thought that it's like, that the wards were there to keep out witches. I would argue that the witches were probably hired to put the wards up. Oh, you think so? I do. I don't think that witches want demons to come into the world. No, yeah, yeah. I, I think, think that, that it, probably they got some shaman, they got some magic folk, they got some uh, some workers, some naturalists, and some right. religious folk to come and, and really, really seal that seal thing right on up. Well, good job fucking opening it, you I feel dumb like, archaeologist. I feel like maybe it's still closed. Because the wards are still there. It's not like they That's true. And they haven't gone into that hole yet. But once they do, I feel like it might all be over. I do feel like the the person that goes in needs to get all of those symbols tattooed all over their body. Oh, my God. I don't even know if that's going to help, to be honest. I think it might help. I think it might help. Um, But, yeah. If you could get a tattoo that warded off evil, would you do it? Yeah. Yes. Just checking. (laughs) Same. Maybe we can create yes. one. And I mean, then technically I'm supposed to already have one. It doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. <laughs> Just looks like a squid. Yeah, it's a shrugging octopus. Uh you know what though? Let's create one. Let's create some kind of a talisman. An evil eye. Yeah, something that combines a bunch of different talismans. We'll get okay. it tattooed right on our face. Okay, great. I'll, I'll make some mock-ups. Yeah. Or I'll get my... Teardrop. You know that my, my one tattoo that I want is my face but old. Mm. Over my own face. In time, nature will give you that tattoo. I know, but it'd be fun to get it now, and then it grows into... Grow into it. It's almost like it could disappear. Well, <laughs> and people will be like, you got your tattoo removed. You'll be like... Eh. Jokes on you. Did I? I'm just a crone now. (laughs) Well, well, well. Um, So I don't remember which of us is supposed to go first. I think me. Okay. Because I did Barnaby versus Booty. Oh, uh, yeah. How could I forget? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, and I do feel like I should give almost a book report review of it because of how much we were all excited about it. Yeah. But needless to say, they culminated with, my dear, old booty is dead. Old booty is dead. We are. We all saw him run into hell. We all saw him run into hell. So if you missed it, you can go back and listen to that, everybody. The episode, I believe, is called Old Booty's Dead. Old Booty's Dead, And yeah. I'm begging you Ding to Ding dong, to Old Booty's Dead. Um, cool. So I have I, a, a, a tough theme. Okay. A tough okay. theme. A tough theme. My theme is little boys. Now, <laughs> when I say that... It's only because there's a little boy involved in all of all three of these ghosts that I'm going to talk okay. about. One of them is a living boy. Okay. One of them's a ghost boy, mm. and one of them is also a ghost boy. <laughs> so I'm going to start with uh, the one that is also kind of like ghosts in the news, but this is from October of last year. Okay. It says, "Teen claims his car is haunted by ghost of a little boy who drowned in <gasps> 1990." No. And then it has a, a, a picture. Can you see the, the little guy's face oh, a in there? Ghost. Can you see the little guy's face? No. I'll show you later okay. anyway. <laughs> I love a 90s a ghost. A spooked teen has claimed his car is haunted by the ghost of a little boy who drowned. Yeah. Troy Vance, which is a fake, Such a made up name. 1952 name, 15 from New Carlisle, Ohio, shared a photo of. Hi, Troy. Hi, Troy. Shared a photo of his truck, which appears to have a face peering over the dashboard. He believes that the supernatural snap captures the spirit of a boy who drowned in 1990. Wait, I'm looking it up on my phone. No, here it is. I have a picture of it. Explaining why he came to snap the photo. 
He says that he enjoys taking photographs of sunsets. And there is one in the background. Look at it. Oh, what? Oh, I don't like that. I don't like it either. It's really, really bad. It looks like almost a paper mask. It does look like a weird little mask. Yeah, but it's, it's exactly in the sea. And it's too round and complete with ears to be a mask. Do you it, think it's, it's very, very hanging messed up. from the ceiling of the car? I don't know. Or over the um, mirror? Well, the... look at this. He already has something hanging yeah. that's not attached to that boy. Ugh. But basically he says, uh, I decided to take a picture of the truck with the sunrise in the background. Oh, sun? Well, already. Holes in the story. He said he liked taking pictures of sunsets, well, maybe Troy. maybe he likes both. As I thought it looked really nice, the team said. Then I zoomed closer in and saw the ghostly face in the windshield. There's a story around the town that apparently a little boy drowned in the lake in the early 1900s. Aww. So it could be him. Oh, wait. 1900s or 90s? Sorry. At the beginning, I thought you said a ghost from the 90s. That's what it says here. It said earlier 1990. Oh, Okay. And then it says early 1900s. Interesting. Holes all over the place. The lake is behind my truck in the photo, so that could be where it happened. I've seen dark shadows moving around. Uh, Troy has since used a spirit box inside his vehicle to meet his mystic mates. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Don't um, call that little boy your mate. He basically is fully opening the threshold for more spirits to make themselves known to him inside his Ford pickup. Come on, dude. Um, Then he says, quote, I think spirits might be attracted to me. That's why I don't know if it's something connected to the truck or if it's just me. Can you fucking drive in Ohio when you're 15? Oh, my God. I guess... Huh. I wouldn't think so unless you have your permit and you're driving with an adult that has their license. Weird. But that would mean an adult would be going out with him to all these sunsets. I don't know how it works there. And sunrises. He also said, quote, I decided to do a spirit box to see if the little boy would talk to me. There was a sudden whiff of ladies' perfume, and I don't know where that smell comes from. When I was doing the investigation, a weird shadow crossed the window, so I gasped. Oh, my God. And then I heard something slam into the truck with a loud <gasps> Troy, I'm going to need you to he go needs on to Instagram stop. Live next time you do this. He also needs to, he needs to Yeah, it sounds really like bad news and get also some, sell your truck. He needs to sell the truck. He needs to stop it with the spirit box. Yeah, that's not a good that's idea. That's no good. We talked about Ouija boards here. Uh, I listened to the last podcast episode it's this good. week. And it's good and it yeah. spooked me. If you guys want to hear some real life deaths that happen because of the Ouija board, Go listen to last podcast's mm-hmm. uh, Ouija board episode. Also, yeah. this week's the best skinwalkers. It's fucking Oh, dope. I already listened to the first part. It's really good. Um, so, this next one is one of those events where you wish it was a ghost. But I'm going to share it with you anyway. Oh, I'm scared. Little boy thought he saw a ghost in his house, but nah. It was actually way worse. Oh, no. Halloween is over, yes. So, that does tell you when this article <laughs> was written. Um, this was on originally on Reddit. Okay. He shares a story about uh, his brother. Uh-oh. He goes, my brother saw a ghost as a kid. Two decades later, I realized what he actually saw. The brother basically tells his other brother he, that he's too afraid to use a bathroom at night because of something uh, he's seeing in the hallway. Oh, God. He said, I'm going to try to pee before I go to bed. The past few nights, I've been too afraid to walk to the bathroom. I keep seeing a man wearing stripes at the end of the hallway. Oh, my God. No. And then the guy goes, I was terrified by it. The fear of seeing a ghost like that at the end of the hallway or through the windows is the reason I started running from the stairs to my bedroom at night as a child. Obviously. Yeah. Except it wasn't a ghost at all. Fast forward a couple years later, and the mom tells her son's what the ghost actually was. Oh, no. A man who she used to see staring into her window. What? Yeah. A real-life man. What? How did she know? She went on to describe how turning on the lights caused him to take off running and how she grabbed the dad's pistol before <gasps> calling the cops. Oh, my God. Tall white male wearing a striped shirt and jeans 
short, dark hair, something like that. They said it matched the description of a man they were looking for in the area. What? It turns out he'd escaped from jail (gasps) on a murder charge. Oh, my fuck. Yeah. So did the the boy just saw this once or multiple times? He said it happened at least twice. Oh, I hate that. That he saw a man in, like, stripes at the end of the hall, like, probably through. fuck. Like, the parents' door was open and the window was right there. Oh, horrible, right? That is that like gives me chills. I yeah, it's very disturbing. Oh my god. That's another case where like you hope it's a ghost like that like Drew, the man that lived in that lady's closet. Um it was trying on all her clothes. Like one of my biggest fears. Yeah, a Drew or a this guy. <gasps> horrible. I don't That's like, like that. if you think it if you think it's a ghost, you got to make sure it's not a person first. For sure. When in doubt, pepper spray it. Mhm. That's a really good that's a really good preemptive tip. Yeah. Before the end of the episode. Do make sure that you you've got space to move away from the pepper spray and none of no pets are in the way. Sure, of course. But if you see somebody at the end of your hallway, feel free to pepper spray them. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. You have to do it. Also, right away call 911. Right away, just like have a knife, grab a knife, grab something. I have so many like candlesticks I could use to kill people with I around need me. More bludgeoning things. I have tons. I have barely any. You got that guitar? That'll be a good bludgeoning thing. No, because I'm not strong enough to like lift it overhead. Well, we gotta get you real, real pumped. Yeah. In the meantime, though, any kind of like uh, a candlestick is perfect. A candlestick is yeah. good. Yeah. I do yeah, have a hammer, but it's all the way in the, in the hall. Yeah, I think um, for a while I was just when I was scared, I was living in like. Bushwick off the Kajusko stop, and the train was, like, right outside my bedroom window. I, I slept with something under my pillow, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, God. And sometimes I would, like, put my hand under my pillow and just, like, no. hold it and fall asleep that way. I, but I can't remember what it was. I hope it wasn't a knife. It definitely wasn't a knife. Maybe a taser? No, I don't have one. Uh, I want to get a baseball bat. I know what it was. What? It was one of those small bats that fishermen use to knock out fish. Got it. Yeah. See, I want to get a real slugger. <laughs> yeah, metal one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Once during softball, I had fallen, um, and my my helmet came off, and I, I like slid and hit my head on the ground. Mm-hmm. So they had given me a large grocery bag plastic grocery bag filled with ice to hold on my head. And I was walking, like, back to the car area. This was, like, Middlebrook, where the baseball field was in the corner there. And I I heard, like, something almost, like, pushed me Ah. right here, like this, and I kind of stumbled forward. There was some fucking girl doing swinging practice with a metal bat. (gasps) And if I hadn't had, like, a gigantic bag of ice on my head at that moment... She would have just bashed my brains in. What? Did you say anything to her? I was a little girl, but my, my mom was like, what? <laughs> she God. went full off oh on her. Oh, fucking God. Yeah, that was one of my close calls. Wow. Yes, I think about that often. It's on the highlight reel of times you should have died. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We should really make just a some kind of slideshow. Maybe that'll be my about me for work that I have to yeah, do. Yeah, times I should have died. Yes, times I should have died. A lot of them I can't. Talk about in polite company. I guess oh, the main well, one is like the cruise one. The cruise is fun, but even then, dark. Yeah, and I don't want to have to tell it. I mean, I don't have to do an about sure. me work, but right, I could just do my normal. You do have, but I don't thing. want to. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Do you have more ghost boys? For me? I have one more boy. Okay, let me hear that boy. Here's another boy. Okay. He's not a radiant boy, but I think that you're gonna especially love this boy. Okay. This is a wonderful boy. Okay. Great. The Chemo Theater in downtown Albuquerque, New Mexico. How dare you say chemo to me? (sighs) I'm kidding. How else would you pronounce this? K-I-M-O. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding, dude. I didn't even know, though, when I said it. I'm just kidding. Maybe it's chemo? (laughs) Just say chemo. It's the chemo theater. It is. They should rename this. No oh, it was, I mean, it was in the tw- built in the 20s, so yeah. they didn't even know what was happening. 
Remarkable building. Built in 1926, it has a unique architecture that combines Art Deco style with Native American motifs. Oh my god, what a wonderful combo! It's a good combo. (gasps) Creating one of the state's most famous landmarks. Wow. It is the best known haunted theater in New Mexico. If not the entire Southwest. So I'm going to try to look it up real fast. Yeah, I would love to see a um, photo with this guy. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's a lot going on. But now it's not as luxurious, I'd say. Well, that was like you can, here's ago. Here's a picture of, like, kind of the inside. You can sort of see how it's a combination <gasps> of Art Deco I and Native American love that. Oh, my artwork. God. The tiling is beautiful. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's nice. The outside's pretty normal looking, but on the inside, who Nelligan? Who Nelligan? Yep. Anyway, the ghost said to reside therein is that of a six-year-old boy, and he's been the subject of dozens of newspaper and magazine articles, book chapters, and even a few investigations by local ghost hunter groups. Okay. Okay. It is a rare Halloween in Albuquerque. When one or more news outlets doesn't carry some mention of this Le Ghost. For such a public and well-known ghost story, it had received very little skeptical scrutiny. Oh, um, love to hear that. Over, like, pretty much the hundred years that this has existed. Nice. It begins, as all ghosts do, with tragedy. Sad. On August 2nd, 1951, about a thousand people were in the theater to see an Abbott and Costello film. Hilarious. When a water heater exploded in the lobby. Oh, my God. When the dust and chaos had settled, eight people lay fallen. Most seriously injured was Robert Darnell Jr., or Bobby. Oh, baby. Six-year-old who died from his wounds. No, little baby. Bobby was laid to rest here. This is a picture of little Bobby. Oh, sweet boy. Oh, he just wanted to see a he film. Lived. It's devastating. He was laid to rest and left. Uh, life went on. And the theater was soon reopened. No one thought much more about, you know, Bobby or the explosion until a few decades later. Bobby returned from the grave. Welcome back. Bobby's return. Bobby Darnell returned in a most spectacular fashion. Yes. As the theater's longtime technical manager, Dennis Potter, described, it was just before Christmas, and the New Mexico Repertory Theater Company did a Christmas carol. As you do. You got to. The director, Andrew Shea, noticed some donuts strung up against the brick wall at the back of the stage, supposedly left as an offering to the ghost. Oh, donuts for the baby, huh? Mm -hmm. Donuts for the baby. So I guess, like, in their minds, this ghost had existed, but he hadn't really made himself known until this occasion. Yeah, okay. Uh, So they strung up donuts for the baby ghost. I would uh, gobble those out of the air in a moment. Shea ordered them removed... Thus angering Bobby's Shit. ghost. Piece of shit. I know. You come that, to he's Bobby's wrong. house? You come into my baby's theater? My baby boy. And you take theater? away his string of donuts? All he wanted was 17 donuts. That's on all the he wanted. That's all he wanted. Potter, who worked the production and was there that night, says that about 10 or 15 minutes into the show, weird things started going wrong. <laughs> People were forgetting their lines. People were tripping and falling on stage. Hilarious. Odd pieces of equipment would fall from the ceiling. Oh, that's scary. You know that's happened to me. I saw it happen in high school that, like, plywood fell on your back. No, that wasn't me. Who was that? That was Maggie Ryan. Oh, my God. That was fucking scary. Yeah. That wasn't me. Okay. Well. Uh, It happened to me in Williamstown. I actually said uh, the Scottish play. I said it in in the theater because I didn't believe in it. And then. Stoffily? Rigging fell onto my head. Oh, my God. And it was just coats, but I was like, I believe. <laughs> I'm a believer now. Wow. Anyway, shit fell from the sky. Um, light bulbs exploded. Electrical cables fell down. Gels came off, so the, you know what a gel is. Yeah. Came off and fluttered down during dramatic <laughs> moments. It's kind of beautiful. That's kind of fun. <laughs> Windows and doors on the set were either not opening or were opening when they weren't supposed to open. Brawler. It was really weird. They almost literally didn't get through the show. There were so many disruptions. I would love to watch that play. I would love it. It's like Noises Off, almost. I don't know what that is. It's like a play within a play show. Oh, okay. Finally, the show ended. According to Potter, the director replaced the donuts to appease Bobby, and the next show went off without a hitch. Great. From then on, 
Donuts were left for Bobby as an offering for a successful show. Some years ago, they were moved to a small shrine near the dressing rooms. These days, for health reasons, the donuts have been replaced by a collection of other offerings for the boy ghost, ranging from toys to theater tickets to ballerina shoes. What the fuck is he going to do with theater tickets? Honest to fucking God. You kidding me? Looking at this picture of Bobby... Bobby I don't think he was a ballerina boy. Stuff. He wants fucking donuts. He's the boy donuts. It's his only joy <laughs> in purgatory. Also, for health reasons, what? You're not what, eating are you the worried donuts. worried about Bobby being fat? You're not eating the donuts, you guys. What, are you Let allergic to boy, donuts? I'm gonna, we gotta go there, dude, and bring donuts. I am bringing donuts, and I'm throwing them onto the Fuck stage. Fuck this place. Uh, yeah. According to several sources, the doomed Christmas Carol production was held on Christmas Day... And then others claim, too, that since then, Bobby continues to haunt the theater. It has, in fact, ruined other performances since then. Yeah, especially if you probably give him his fucking fucking ballerina shoes. Um, Writer Scott Johnson of the ghost theme website, dreadcentral.com. Gotta go there. Love that. Claims, for a period of time, it seemed that not one performance went off without some type of disaster. Sightings of Bobby are continuous year-round. I want to see him and feed him a donut. Mm-hmm. There's also people who claim to have found real evidence of Bobby's ghost. Um, the Albuquerque Ghost Hunting Group New Mexico Paranormal Investigators, NMPI. Mm-hmm. The NMPI team searched for evidence of Bobby or other spirits using electromagnetic field detectors, mm-hmm. EMFs, dowsing rods. Yeah. Thermometers, sure. Okay, if it works. And other equipment. During their investigation, they reported finding, quote, anomalous EMF energy. Oh, hell yeah. Quote, wisp of energy. Uh-oh. And so on. What does it mean? As well as taking photographs they claim are Bobby's ghost. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Here's a picture of the shrine. I want to feed that boy Bobby shrine. Oh, It Bobby. is well adorned. It is well adorned. Not enough Candy and treats. Not nearly enough donuts. Oh, this boy loves boy. a donut. Feed that Come baby on. boy a donut. Come on. Oh, yeah. This for is Bobby. where the donut, where the water boiler exploded, right, th- oh, right there. Awful. Yeah. Donuts for Bobby. Yeah. The Oscar-winning upcoming film, Donuts, donuts for, for Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, for sure. It's like a. It's like a. Uh, what's that one about the ballerina boy? Mm, Billy Elliot. There we go. Yeah. It's like Billy Elliot, but it's like donuts. I think. And specifically not ballet. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, that. feels a little close to ballet. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got to take it, reverse it. <laughs> We're spinning it out for Bobby. Yeah, so those are my boy-themed... I love that. ...boy-themed uh, <laughs> treats to share it with you. <laughs> Stephanie, I have to tell you something. I am What's also going to be talking about the <gasps> little boys today. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is a little boy-themed podcast? Mine is little boys and girls. Okay. Stephanie, I'm going to be talking to you about... This is a children-themed podcast. Creepy things that children have said to their parents about ghosts that they can see. I love that. Yeah. A lot of it is from Reddit, but a lot of it is also from Twitter. Wow. And then a lot of it is from just, like, random articles online. How did we do this yet again? We've done it again. We pick things. We're on so that mine. baby boy tip. We are on that baby boy train. <laughs> Ooh, baby <dude>. boy train. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel's not going to... She's not going to delete that. Don't delete that. All right. Keep it in Jumpy. there. Some people believe that we're all born with the ability to connect with the other side. Why? I know why. Because we haven't been conditioned to ignore to ignore what society deems impossible. That's true. The result of this innate paranormal ability is that young kids allow themselves to see things that adults might miss. And here's a biological theory for you. Adult humans can only see 400 nanometers to 700 nanometers on the electromagnetic spectrum. UVA light falls just below visible light at 400 to 315 nanometers. Infrared light falls just above at 750 to 1 millimeter. So, in layman's terms, what that means is what you're able to see of this world is pretty limited. There are a lot of things happening outside your field of vision that you'll never get to see. Here's where things get interesting. Young kids can see things at 380 nanometers. Putting them squarely in the UV range. You know what? I wonder if some adults... Don't lose the ability. Maybe. 
Maybe. Because my mom. True. Well, when you consider the fact that a lot of paranormal experts believe that ghosts like to hang out in the UV and infrared ranges, things get a little spooky. They sure do. So I'm just going to go right into, these are just stories. Does that mean that stories. ghosts live inside the little gel manicure machine that they make you put well, your hands on? Well, I know that I've told you about how you can see those little particles flitzing around in there. It's probably ghosts of somebody's grandma or something. Yeah, and ghosts live inside tanning booths? Yep. Well, that's a fact. That's like, I'm not surprised that's at all. Yeah, that's for sure. 100% lots of ghosts in there. Yes. Yeah. And in, at the beach? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm just going to hit you with... Bam, 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 some stories, some quotes. Oh, when I was a teenager, should I do a different voice for every single one? I would, you know I would love that. When I was a teenager, I used to babysit my cousin Alyssa. She was almost two, old enough to say sentences. I can't do it. I'm giving her a bath before (laughs) bed when she looks out into the hallway and gets a terrified look on her face and starts crying. At this moment, my aunt's Pomeranian starts going nuts as well, barking and growling into the hallway. that's how you know. The atmosphere in the room became uncomfortable. I started getting scared, so I took her downstairs to calm her down. I asked her what was wrong, and she said the man with the black eyes was there. No! When I continued to pry, she looked up at the second floor stairs, her eyes getting big, and she looked at me, brought her finger up to her mouth, and said, (gasps) shh, while shaking her head, no. Oh, no! All right, next. When my oldest was around three years old, my father and I heard him carrying on a conversation with someone. He was in his bedroom, and we were the only three people home. So I went back there, peeked in the door, and asked him who he was talking to. He looked at me and said, Aunt Sherry. And I was like, oh, okay. My sister Sherry had died from suicide (gasps) two years before he was born. There was one picture of her on the wall in the hallway that he couldn't have seen because it was super high up. But no one ever talked about her, and I'm positive no one had ever referred to her as Aunt Sherry. What? Mm-hmm. What? All right, next. My four-year-old... I'm still thinking about the man with the black eyes. I'm black sorry. Eyes. It gets worse. There's so many bad ones. How did you not freak yourself out too bad? I really did. Yeah. I got very scared, and I had to watch a lot oh of TV Oh, my God, episodes. dude. We didn't even talk about the the, oh the, my the hole that I dug myself okay. in this week. Let's talk about it then. Okay. Um, we can't forget. My four-year-old has been fascinated with trains and garbage trunks since he was tiny. Garbage trucks. He was playing one day. I was holding laundry next to him, and he said, when I was a big guy, I used to drive a garbage truck. I was like, okay, really? He went on and said, yeah, when I lived in the green and white house. But then I looked inside the truck where the trash goes, and I saw a toy train. I tried to get it out for my kids, but I fell in and got squished. Oh, he's remembering a past life, which is also a very common thing in kids. A child being like, I was trying to get it for my kids is (laughs) so crazy. Um, When my daughter was between two and four, she would always cry at night and say she didn't know why she came back. It's too hard and she should have stayed. (gasps) She said she loved me, but she wanted to be back where it was pretty. Sad. Oh, no. Um, We're going to love this one. While changing my daughter in front of the open closet door, she kept looking around me and laughing. I asked her what was so funny. She said, the man. I replied, what man? Then she pointed at the closet and said, the man with the snake neck. I turned no! around and obviously nothing was there. <laughs> so That's like the Japanese ghost, so it snake its neck yep, around. Snake neck. Ooh, I don't know. Snake neck. At least it's fun, though. It is. I guess. At least she's like laughing at it. Yeah. Uh, when I was a child, I hated the beach and bawled if somebody took me into the water. I remember having a recurring dream slash nightmare starting when I was about five, where I was a young guy in a ship with my fiance. And I was trying to calm her down as the ship sank. Oh, my God. I told my mom in the morning, and she told me she already knew. Apparently, I described that as a memory to her when I was three. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? So sad. This is, like, kind of comforting in in a way to Yeah. There are some actually good, like, full-length documentary movies there about kids talking about their past lives. There's one kid who the mom like, takes him to the town in Ireland, I think, that he says that he's from in his past life. And everything he said lines up. He was like, I was a World War II fighter pilot. This is my family's name. And they go there, and it's all real. That's crazy. So crazy. And also, it's very strange, because I was thinking about this, you know, in my anxiety-induced insomnia this week. I was like, if matter can't be created or destroyed, if energy can't... Yeah. If energy... Can't be created in a stride. 
Yep. Don't we all just go back into yep. babies? Well, that's exactly, and I'll I'll tell you that I I must have read hundreds of these stories today, and a lot of them are people being like either when I was a kid or my kid said to me that like before they were born they were shown a bunch of options and they picked me to be their parents and like they were sent down, which is creepy. And uh, wow, yeah, and a lot of them talk about why like, do they get to pick, and other kids have to pick. I guess it's just to like luck of the draw. You don't know ahead of time. I don't know. Um, okay, my sister described her imaginary friend saying he sits on my bed and waits for his mom. He's not allowed to go home by himself because of his arm. I asked him what happened. I asked her what happened to his arm, and she said his mom ran him over when he was drawing with chalk. That's why he's always crying because he doesn't like being dead. Oh my god. Hmm. Oh, I love this one. On my way home from work with my three-year-old daughter in the back seat, we'd pass a very old cemetery every day. She used to tell me the people in there were waving to her. I would tell her nobody was there, and I explained what a cemetery was. She was adamant that she saw people and a school and a store, and they were waving to her. This went on for several months, and she would tell me every day. Finally, I told this to a coworker who lived in the area and was a history buff. He researched the cemetery and told me the area was actually the site of where soldiers fought in the war, and they were buried there. They also made a very <laughs> tiny town for a small oh time called Samp Town, and there was a school, a little store, and some people who lived there. That's crazy. If that wasn't enough to freak me out, one day driving past, my daughter told me a lady in there wanted her to come in. Shit. Ooh, this one scares me. We were on our way home to Alabama from Texas, and my son was in the back seat, and he said, Mommy, who's the man in the back seat with me? It was just us two, no one else with us. I asked him to describe him, and he said, He's just black with red eyes. He's scaring me. So I pulled over and out of his seat and put him in the front with me, and he said that the man looked like he wanted to eat me <gasps> when I moved him. Oh, Jesus. So scary. No, this no, one, no. I'm going to get this tattooed on me. My three-year-old looked me dead in the eyes and said, if this world is destroyed, God will not rebuild it again. Oh, my God! I love that little prophecy boy. I know. So, so wild. So just dark. Wow. Isn't it crazy that we were all kids once? And we must have also said creepy stuff. You're wise. Yeah. But it's like, God, when did I lose all my wisdom? When did it leave me? When you lost that UV filter. When I lost all of my innocence. I feel that it's just like, because children are completely trustworthy, and like they can't, yeah, like, I'll say they anything. can't do anything about like, what are they gonna do? They can't double cross you because they don't know how to yet. No, that's why kids they don't really even know how to lie all the time. Yeah, they have no, they there's no stakes in anything. Yeah. They're just truth tellers and wisdom sharers and little monsters, little demons. Little what children? Soothsayers. Nah, I, I love it. I love just a little uh, a, a child prophet. Wonderful. That doesn't scare you? Yes. Okay. But I. Uh, but like uh, I you guess know, it could be both. If a child looked at me and said, "If if this world is destroyed, God will not rebuild it," I'd I be would like, be like, "I don't stay there. Him. I'm recording you and say it again because I need to show this to everybody I've ever met." Yeah, but I'd also be like, "I'd be like, you're right. You're absolutely right." Uh, I see where you're coming from. (laughs) When my cousin was six, he started telling his mom that a lady came in his room and tickled his feet at night. Mm -mm. One day they were going through old family photos, and he came across a photo of his grandmother, who had passed away when he was a baby. He pointed to the photo and said, that's the lady that tickles my feet. No. Scary. Also, Grandma, find something else to do as that ghost. Maybe just smile and wave at him. Don't tickle his feet. Yeah. Um, the house I bought belonged to a recently deceased couple. The lady was an avid gardener, and they built a beautiful sunroom to house their indoor plants. She spent a lot of time in that room. I found my four-year-old staring at that room from afar a few times, and when I asked what she was doing, she whispered, Is that mommy? (gasps) Scary. No. When my... Okay, so this is one of a couple that I read about the Titanic. Which you know, obviously. You love, love, yeah. When my kid was four, we were watching a documentary on the Titanic. The scene was a picture of the boiler room, and the camera panned from left to right. He pointed at the TV and said, That's wrong. The boilers were on the other side, and I was right there. He pointed to a small space in the boiler room. That's where I was, and that's why I don't like water now, he said. What? Oh my 
God. Uh, when my son was young, he came and climbed into bed with us crying. I asked him what was wrong. He said that the big fat man with a bloody hole in his head kept trying to open his window. Oh my fuck. So scary. The big fat man with a bloody hole in his head. If yeah, that's if not that's a ghost, not a ghost, it is. That's one of them you got to for moving really, the next day. Really make sure that that's not a man. You need to get motion detector lights for Fuck. outside your home, man. Uh, not my kid, but my little sister. Uh, keep in mind, our bedrooms were on the third floor. I woke up one night to six very distinct knocks on my window. I told my family the next morning, and my sister, who's maybe six, says, "Oh, the night man just knocked on the wrong window." The night. So her sister was used to the nightman. That's her insane. Window. I was like, oh, he accidentally went to your window. Yeah, she's a nightman, yeah. This isn't on the thing, but there was one I read about a kid who would tell his dad that he kept seeing dinosaurs that kept asking him to go outside with him at night. And the dad said that he was watching TV one day and, like, some, like, History Channel show came on that showed aliens. And the kid was like, those <gasps> are what the dinosaurs look like. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my Um, God. That's why, like, simple, simple rules, like, don't go with strangers is, like, it even applies to aliens and ghosts. Anything that's not your your mom. Yeah. Honestly, if an alien, though, if my kid was like, this alien wants me to come, I'd be like, take me with you. I would be like, take me me and go. Yeah. Uh, when my oldest daughter was about two, I put her to bed, but she woke up maybe two hours later screaming and crying. I raced upstairs and asked her, what's wrong? She was at the head of her bed with her back to the wall, tears streaming down her face and Aww. looking at the foot of her bed. I picked her up and she pointed at the foot of her bed and said, the angel had black socks on. I wanted her to clarify, but she kept just saying the angel had black socks wow. on and he was scary. I walked to the middle of her room, and we turned facing the big mirror on her dresser. Her eyes got wide as she pointed to the mirror and screamed, there he is. No. Fuck that. No. No. This is going to really fuck. I think this is my favorite thing you've covered. Thank you. There are hundreds of these out there, and I I remember reading like a a list. The surface of the past lives ones. There are hundreds of them. I love that so much. Um... Here, we got two more, and I'm happy to look up more of these because there are so many. My son used to tell me the happy man lived in our closet. Nope. He refused to be in my bedroom when the closet door was open even slightly and refused to be in the room alone at all. If I left the room in the middle of the night, even when he was asleep, he would scream bloody murder. He was That's a Babadook. Yeah. That's a Babadook. I eventually couldn't take it anymore, so we moved. Oh, wow. He's almost 10 now and has never mentioned it again. I asked him one time why he called him the happy man, and he said, because mama, big smile and red paint all the way to his ears. Oh, my fucking God. Because mama, (laughs) all the way to his ears. My coworker's four-year-old daughter. Oh, this is my favorite one. My coworker's four-year-old daughter always thought that the rattling of the water pipes in the kitchen cupboards were white wolves, and the sound always scared her. Wow. It's kind of beautiful. I One like day, that. she was sitting at the kitchen table, and she said, Mom, the white wolves aren't bad. They're our friends. Her mom encouraged the idea by saying, Yes, the white wolves are protecting us. They are our friends. Then her daughter added in, They're our friends, but not the man who crawls <gasps> on the floor and stands by my bed. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that one's no. Yeah, that's it. That's where the list That's down. where we gotta go. Fuck. I don't like I'm just picturing like a, a naked, sweaty I don't man like it army because crawling of, on the ground. Like the composure with which children say these things. Oh my god. Just, I hate it's it. so much scarier because at least like something standing, if you like look right there, you can like see. But if something's yeah. crawling in your face. I don't like that. I don't like it at all. It's so scary. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, wait. We now I I I should share that um, Brian Condon. Oh, hey, had a story like this. Yes, when he was a little boy. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! So I think Brian. I hope you're. I hope it's okay. I'm sharing this. Um, He'll never know. He yeah. There's a good chance. He was a little boy, and he was when he was born. He was pronounced dead. Oof. And then he, you know, he lived. He came back to life. He lived, and. 
like at some point, uh, so his grandpa had, I think, died before he was born. And at some point when he was a little boy, his family was like, this, that's, that's your grandpa. He's not here anymore, but that's your grandpa. And he was like, I don't, I, I know that is. <laughs> what? And they were like, no, you don't. He was like, yes, I do. That's the man that I saw that told me that I had to go back. <gasps> Something along those lines. Stop. Yeah. Dude, there are hundreds of stories out there like that, and it's fucking, like, it, there are so many mm-hmm. that, like, there's not, I don't understand how all these kids could just be making up the same thing. No, and also it's like, yes, children don't have the same ability to, like, understand spatial relationships as, like, a more developed brain does, sure. Yeah. But they can't make up, they can't make up, they can't, they can't do it. They wouldn't. It's upsetting to them. No. Why would they do that? The movie I was talking about is called The Boy Who Lived Before, by the way, if you want to watch it. That's a great title. It's really good. I would love that. I'll read you this. Ever since he could talk, Cameron has been telling stories of his life on Barra, a remote island on the Outer Hebrides, 200 miles from his current home in Glasgow. He describes in detail his childhood there, the white house he lived in, the black and white dog he walked on the beach. He talked about his mother, seven siblings, and his father, Shane Robertson, who died when he was run over by a car. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. Except that he's five years old, and those are memories from a different life. He says things like, it talks about his Barra mom, says, my real Barra dad doesn't look left and right um, when crossing traffic. Yeah, his story is super consistent. He meets and, like, talks with the man's uh, sister, I think, who he, like, claims to be, and she said that she felt like she was just talking to her brother. That is so it's fucking crazy. Real. That is so and she's crazy. just like that's my brother. It's Fuck, unbelievable. Dude. I mean like I've been this is so strange cuz I've been thinking about like how we just maybe some of us repeats mm-hmm. and maybe that boy all of him repeated enough that he just remembered the yeah. whole thing. There was, a, in the things that I was reading today, also there was one story about, like, two brothers. One of them was, like, five, and one of them was, like, two and a half or something. And the mom said that the five-year-old used to say to the brother, like, can you describe heaven to me again? I'm starting to forget what it was like. Aww. And then, like, the brother, like, when, like, they stopped being able to remember it, they would just cry all the time. Oh, no. <laughs> that makes so me the saddest being like, Mommy, I love you, but I don't want to be here. Yeah, there are a lot oh. of stories like that being like, I thought it would be fun, but it's not. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> There's one girl that says, like, I miss my robot alien family. <laughs> Which is, like, so funny. I love that. You do have to, like, account for, because you really never know. What families like when you die, you go like you came from heaven. You right, never what know they're planting in there. Who what what's been like already fed into this little right. mind enough where they're like, I miss heaven. I want to go back. Of yeah, even watching TV for like like ten minutes can right. like, put something there. Yeah, it's so interesting. It's very I mean, interesting. I mean, it's, you already know that I talked to as a as a baby that I talked to all kinds of ghosts, and that. As soon as I moved into my current house in Connecticut, I ran upstairs to find my friend that was there. I hate that. And I asked, who, who, where is she? Because she was singing to me, which I is the worst thing I can, I can think of. Yeah, she's still there. When I was the last time her. you feel like you like had like a ghosty thing like that in your house? When I came back from a run and I saw those long white people in my living room. Oh, my God. Yeah, the slow motion moving white people. <gasps> Can you tell the listener that? Do they know? I think, I've, I, I, think I may have said this on the pod, but I came back from a run and I like went into my living into the kitchen. And I got a glass of water, and then I kind of turned to the left, and you can see the my living room there, and I saw like a eight foot tall, completely transparent white figure, like at least two, with the hands, the like arms went on forever and kind of like dissolved into nothingness and it was slowly sitting on my couch so I was like what I must be real dehydrated 
And I ran upstairs to where my mom and Patrick were, and I was like, you guys, I just saw the craziest fucking thing in the living room. And before I could even say anything else, my mom just was folding laundry and just said without even looking at me, oh, did you see the tall white people? Which is still the worst thing. So much. (laughs) And you can really tell that she's, you know, I don't personally believe in, um, like, mediums for profit. I think that, you know, anybody who wants to charge you for something like that is a fucking charlatan. Sure. Just because it's like, you, why put a, just because knowing. People who are sensitive, who are like, you know, because like, you know, I'm really skeptical, but knowing my mom, she fucking hates it. Yeah. She doesn't like um, talking about, like, I'll ask her for fun stories and she's like, none of this is fun for me. Yeah. Why are you doing this to me? And it's always horrible things. So I don't think, you know, I'm very, very suspicious of people who look to look for messages because in my experience talking to people who like go through these yeah. things they can't stop them yeah you don't have a choice it just happens and it's kind Oof. of a horrible invasion and an assault in a way of just like information and oh, feeling god terrible that's what it's like to be a child an assault of information and feeling well, before we forget, you simply must right. tell the listener about the well. I had to put really yourself that night last week, where I was listening to. We mentioned a lot last podcast. I was listening to a side stories, yeah. and they mentioned a man that I need to find his last name. But I cannot believe we didn't know about this man before. This is probably the worst thing I've ever heard of. It, um, uh, yeah. This is maybe the worst thing the I've ever heard of. The series of messages of you learning more and more about this were <laughs> so troubling. Yeah. So this this man is named Anatoly Moskvin. Oof. And he was a historian in Russia. Probably. Russia. And um, the story goes that as, as a child, the way he tells it, we don't know if this is true, he was walking home one day and some men wearing suits pulled him into a cemetery where it a funeral was taking place, and the mother of this little girl who was dead forced him to kiss her daughter, so her dead daughter. Mm-hmm. And then she slid a little ring onto his finger, and she slid a little ring onto her daughter's finger, and they buried the daughter. And he went home. Married. So he has a formative years memory and experience of marrying a dead girl. Flash forward to the now period. Anatoly is arrested... Because guess what, everyone? They found 29 human dolls in his fucking house that he shares with his parents. Now, Stephanie, I'm going to need you to tell the listener, what is a human doll? Well, Robin, I'll tell you. It's when you go into a cemetery at night. Oh, do not Google image search this one. You really, really shouldn't. Even I didn't. Yeah, no, you really shouldn't do it. I really, whoo, I was in a dark hole. Um, it's when you go into a cemetery, you dig up the body of a little girl or a little boy. I think it was all, all little girls. Yeah, that's what I think. Uh, you take that body home, you wrap it in some cheesecloth, you put some boots on it, you put some gloves on it, and some clothes. Maybe, maybe before you wrap it, you open up the rib cage and you put a music box inside the body. Or other toys. Maybe if she has a hospital bracelet, you put a hospital bracelet that she wore before she died in her body. Uh, Oh, you break off a chunk of... uh, You could break off a chunk of her her headstone. You put it in her her fucking body. Did you say music box yet? Yes, I did. Um, And then you you wrap her up. You draw a little painted face on her with little eyes. And then you just keep her in your fucking house. And listeners... He had 29, 29 bodies. he got that many before he got caught. In his house. And so these terrible. are life-size, you guys. Because they're, they're children. <laughs> yes, they're people. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, so I don't so know. Awful. People, it smelled horrible. People just thought it was like what the house smelled like. Rancid as shit. His parents never knew somehow. But he still thinks that he was doing the right thing. 
taking these girls from the grave to quote unquote live with him. He also didn't he try to adopt a daughter yes. at some point. Russia kept denying him because he didn't have enough call income. Russia. He would have murdered her and stuff yes, there for sure. For sure. Um. So yeah, that was something that was the worst thing. It. Finding out more and more about the human dolls. I have barely seen you in such a state. Yeah, and then on top of that, as I was reading about this, Mm -hmm. Robin texted me a story from this week, which I will throw to you, because it has it's also to to do with dolls. It's the zombie doll one. Oh my god! It's about Kelly the doll. It was about a woman who uh, married who she calls the love of her life. Oof. And that is a four foot tall, um, you know, little doll of a zombie with long flowing hair named Kelly. Okay, here we go. Headline She is the love of my life. Woman reveals she has married a zombie doll that she got when she was 13, and she details how she and the figurine consummated the union. So Oof. this is. Uh, <laughs> Not only is the doll's name Kelly, it's Kelly Rossi. She has a first and last name. And last name. name. Also, this doll is... I don't even mind dolls. This doll's fucking horrific. It's like a Halloween prop doll with the jaw. No bottom jaw. No bottom jaw. Its face is covered in fake blood. No eyeballs, No eyeballs and, like, bruised, diseased-looking doll. It's very, very scary. It's a very scary doll, and she just smooches it on its little missing jaw. right up in and puts her whole face right in the the maw. Right in, like, the lolling tongue. Ugh. It's got, like, a skeleton nose. It's so bad. The doll wore a suit to the wedding. Um... Kelly uh, uh, was wearing, uh, sorry, uh, Felicity, the bride, was wearing a beautiful dress. Um, Yeah, she described the relationship as beautiful and perfect. Uh, Obviously, this woman was mourning because the doll was a gift from her late father. Yeah, it's very, very, very (sighs) clearly a coping reaction. Um, As a therapist, I I can say that. It's, uh, yeah, she said, despite having been in a relationship with Kelly for four years, getting married to her has made me feel so much closer to her, both emotionally and intimately. Um, I found Kelly on a creepy doll collection website, and my dad bought her for me when I was 13. It wasn't until I was 16 that I started to get feelings for her, but it was something that I kept on trying to deny. Insane. Ooh, tough stuff. Yeah, so I was hard day. Yeah, toggling Steph between the was, human dolls and the zombie dolls. She was having a um, a doll heavy day. Yeah, and really like some of the worst dolls you could imagine. Yeah, dead body dolls definitely the worst I think I can think of. Yeah, um, for sure. For close sure. second is is Kelly the zombie doll. Yeah, it was a bad time. Me. There is. I will say a preemptive tip that I will give to end this, this so. Why don't, why don't you just do, what's your tip? Is that you really need to go slow and steady and know your limits. And if you OD yourself on fucked up stuff. Wait, what? Like, if you OD yourself on fucked up stuff. Oh, I thought you meant on, like, actual drugs. You mean, like, if you overload yourself no. with, like, too yeah. much, like, Gore and also yeah, stuff. of course, know your limits with, with drugs, actual yeah. drugs. Of and course, yes. Yeah, um, or just don't do any. But also, yeah, if you if you're deep into an article and it's really fucking you up, you don't or like, have to keep doing. You know, you don't have to Google image search that thing. No. You don't have to keep on listening to the tape recording. No, you don't have to keep reading the article. Just stop. And I know that it's hard, but sometimes late at night. That's going to mess with your sleep. Mm-hmm. That's going to mess with you forever. It's true. Just leave it be. Just leave it be. There's so many be. things I wish I never Google image searched. Oh, same. Yeah. Same. The the, uh, the human dolls definitely won. Because, of course, all I did was look at them looking for how they're definitely dead bodies. Well, they yeah, they definitely were. They for sure were, but I was like, how could someone see this and not know? Uh, what, you think that people were seeing them but didn't know? Yes. People did see them? The parents definitely did. Oh. They they thought he was making dolls. Yeah. Yeah. So gross and sad. This was, like, he was doing this for many, many years. Yeah. Um, Well, my tip, again, would be if somebody's standing in front of your hall, do pepper spray them. Yeah. Um, It would also be if you have a small child, maybe just for 
fun. Ask them if they remember their previous life. Yeah, why or not? Or heaven, or yeah. they have see any they invisible said. friends or dinosaurs that they talk to. Just see what they say. It's worth finding out. Yeah. yeah. Give it a go. I'm also going to piggyback on that in terms of kid ghosts and just say, leave a donut. Leave a donut out for your little boy. Just leave a donut because you never know. Mm-hmm. Maybe you think that this is just the luck you were dealt, but then you don't know that it, what it actually is is there's a boy, that boy who needs a donut, a donut and he's casting a luck charm on you Yep. until he gets it. So until just leave him a donut. And all he wants is one precious donut. Leave him a donut every now leave and again. Leave that boy a donut. It's a sacrifice, Ooh. and that's what you should have. Listener, you can follow us on Instagram at That's the Spirit Podcast. You can... Follow us on Twitter at SpiritPod. Email us at that's the spirit podcast at gmail.com. We will love to read a ghost story that you send us. Oh, it would be our, our wildest dreams. I'm begging you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, follow us. Smash that subscribe button. Rate us five stars. We would love that. Any old thing you can do would be terrific. Um, so, yeah, email us. Chat with us. Whatever. We love you so much. And we'll see you in hell. See you in hell. Goodbye. Bye. I love you. Bye.